Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterback of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Joe Montana? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it John Elway or is it none of these I just mentioned? We'll find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, The Five Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History on ColeJohnsonOnline.com for free. ColeJohnsonOnline.com, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine for free. Get it right now. What you waiting for? Go get it. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast always suitable for every commute, home, work, and play. Cool Sports! I am that man. That's right, your man. The illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And you've entered the zone called Sports on Another Level. And on this podcast, I'm going to talk about a man saying that he was chasing little monkeys... The punch now heard around the world, at least this latest punch heard around the world, and we're going to put a subject under further review. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Oakland. So the prohibitive favorites in the NBA landscape, the Golden State Warriors, now find themselves down one game to none to the Oklahoma City Thunder, Due to a slide. No, not really due to a slide. Actually, it was due to their own slide. After being up 13 at the half, 60 to 47, they tanked the rest of the way. And I was reading an article on ESPN saying that the Warriors have went from the big-time favorites to now underdogs. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the Warriors in, I believe it was the conference semifinals last year, weren't they down two games to one to the Grizzlies? And in the NBA Finals, weren't they down two games to one to the Cavs? And they went on to win both series four games to two. And they had home court advantage in both series. So how was it all of a sudden that with this series, after a 17 for 51 performance from both Curry and Thompson, is the alarm sounding saying, oh my gosh, the sky is falling. The Warriors are frauds like we thought two months ago when they were in Staples Center and laid an egg to the Lakers. Overreaction Central, I tell you. It's, it's, it's funny to me. Dateline, Oakland, again. During a post-game interview with ESPN's Chris Broussard, Stephen Adams, the big man for the Thunder, as he was asked, how did it feel chasing around the guards of the, the Warriors because they're so fleet of foot and fast? Stephen Adams said, quote, it is like chasing little monkeys around the court. Close quote. Now, I could... I could be mean-spirited and I could be harsh, but the truth of the matter is you have a guy who is from, I believe, Australia, and I don't think that he was meaning harm at all, personally. I, I really don't think he was meaning 
meaning that type of harm. So he caught wind that it was a, an offensive thing to refer to really any person as a monkey, and he apologized. So kudos to him to actually atone for the mistake and not be stubborn about it. Hopefully he'll learn from it and he'll grow from it. That's really all you can hope for when someone spits slurs, even if they don't know it's a slur. But onward to bigger and greater things. Dateline! Chicago! Well, the Cubs, as of Monday, was off to a 27-9 and start to their season. Now, that's quite impressive with pretty much everybody, right? Well, not to the Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher Garrett Cole. After pretty much handling him for the first time, for the Pirates, first time in eight games and eight tries this season, Cole went on to say, quote, The Cubs are not the best team in baseball. Close quote. Email, Garrett Cole, subject of email, perspective, body of email. When your team normally is one up and seven down against your opponent, I don't think you have the room to actually say that a team that is actually 27 up and nine down is not the best team in baseball when they have proven it not only to all of baseball, but they've proven it to your team that they are. You're going to have to switch up your perspective, uh, Garrett, because your performance notwithstanding, your team has been old for the season against the team you have deemed not the best in baseball. The team that wins 27 of their first 36 games, I think that qualifies them for being the best team in baseball mid-May. And I think that would even qualify for you as stubborn as you're coming off in saying that. And sour grapes-like in saying that as well. Don't pop off with that misnomer ever again, please. Have a good day. Cole Johnson. Cole Sports. ColeJohnsonOnline.com Dateline! Columbia! Former 49er running back Marcus Lattimore made a promise to his family. Once he went into the NFL, he said that he was going to go back to the University of South Carolina and get his degree, and he fulfilled that promise late last weekend. In an article on ESPN written by uh, Edward Ashoff, he wrote the following, quote, It takes nearly two hours before Lattimore reaches the stage and calmly strolls across to shake President Harris Pastide's hand. The announcer barely says the word Marcus before the crowd of about 19,000 erupts in cheers and applause. Lattimore receives a 20-second standing ovation. Tears stream down his mother's face. Close quote. Let this be a lesson to every athlete out there. Don't just simply go to school because it is a way for you to curry favor with the professional ranks of whatever league, whether it be NHL, Major League Baseball, which I think that's harder than any other, NBA or NFL. When you play, your athletic exploits can go. It can go after 35. It can go after 30. And unfortunately, in case of Mr. Lattimore, it can go at the age of 25. But when you walk across that stage, you grab the sheepskin and you shake the president or the dean's hand of the school, in which you enrolled and you went to school and you went to those classes and you bust your hump and you you wrote those papers and you took those final exams. No matter how hurt you are, 
no matter how damaged you are, no matter how athletically gifted you are. When you hold that sheepskin high, loud, and proud, that is something no person can ever take away. So to Marcus, I appreciate your example of saying to athletes all around the country, being an athlete is good, but being a college graduate means even more. When I come back, we're going to put an interesting subject, I think, under further review. But immediately following the break, Rockned Obdur and Jose Bautista. The punch her around the world. Part however many. Come on back. another level can be seen and heard on these social media platforms stitcher soundcloud google play itunes youtube instagram pinterest twitter and facebook like rate review and share all to your heart's content most importantly though follow and subscribe to each and every one of these social media platforms cold sports sports for the intelligent sportsman do you want to tap into the spiritual competitor in you well look no further these scriptures display tips on how to prepare for claim and maintain victory this book is where you can tap into the ultimate winner in you come and see for yourself the words thoughts and actions of a champion from his eyes cold sports presents 10 scriptures that could change your life the sports edition go through the book and see the different athletes in a different manners in which they have persevered and struggled to win 10 Scriptures That Can Change Your Life, the sports edition, available on paperback and on Kindle at Amazon.com. Cold Sports! Available on ColeJohnsonOnline.com and other social media outlets. So I have good news and I have bad news for you. I'll start with the bad news first. The Texas Rangers and the Toronto Blue Jays Sunday played their last game of 2016 unless they will meet five months later in the playoffs. I know. They broke my heart too when I found out that this was their last game of the, of the year. The good news is they left us with 
more to salivate. And even though fighting should not be condoned and punching should never be condoned, passion should always be condoned. And what am I mentioning? Well, in the 8-7 to victory that the Rangers claimed on the Blue Jays on Sunday, Jose Bautista was hit by a pitch. And of course, when you hit by a pitch, you award a first base. So in a ground ball that was hit to the third baseman, it was flipped to, the, uh, it was flipped to Odor, who was waiting at the bag, and he made the relay to first. And Bautista, barreling down to second, slid right through to try to knock down Odor. So, of course, Odor took exception to it. Bautista squared up, getting ready to just throw a punch. And Rockned balled up that fist and threw one of the prettiest right hooks you'll ever see. Dare say the best right hook, or at least the best punch, that we have seen outside of boxing since Chris Childs laid that two-piece on Kobe Bryant back in 1999. The punch was so severe that it knocked Bautista's helmet and sunglasses off his face. Now, it didn't floor him, but it did reel him, and it did rock him. And, of course, after that, both benches cleared. Well, as a result of that, Odor earned himself an eight-game suspension, and the Blue Jays manager earned himself a suspension because he was ejected from the game earlier and came back on the field when the melee ensued. Of course, Odor is going to appeal that suspension. That was expected. I wasn't surprised that this, this ruling came down. I figured it was going to be eight games. And I figured Odor was going to appeal. But that's not really what intrigues me. What does, though, is the lack of passion that baseball gets cited for not having. That notion is getting mighty cha- mightily challenged. And with this, with, with this series alone, let's go back a few months. Now, some of you could remember back in October when the Rangers in Game 5 of the American League Division Series with the exclamation point of a bat flip. Now, in the unwritten code of Major League Baseball, you shouldn't ever show up a pitcher. However, I think in emotional times, times like that, it's allowed. Just like it's allowed for a pitcher to be flamboyant and have his fist pump after a, a key strikeout or a key save or a key win. You don't see batters running out the, the dugout wanting to, to take a swing at the pitcher. Well, it should be the same with the batter if he gets the best of a pitcher and it's a huge stakes pitch. A huge stakes time that that should be allowed emotion should not be legislated out of the game it should be in the game and this incident and these two teams should serve as a reminder for all of us that baseball just like any other sport it is about wanting to dig deep and be the competitor and try to win not necessarily at all costs but to win at all costs that are legal to push through no matter what. And if your opposition doesn't like it, so be it. And if you don't like your opposition doing the same to you, again, so be it. But the fact of the matter is this. You have passion. You have competition. You have two teams that want to just simply get the better of one another. If you want to bring people back to the ballparks, have two teams that want to do nothing more than to beat the living stuffing out of one another. That will quickly, in any speculation whatsoever, as to the question of, does this sport actually have any relevance? Because I can tell you right now, boxing has an issue of the same problem. You have boxers who 
pretty much go through the motions. That's why you're seeing more people go and gravitate toward the UFC and MMA fights because the spirit of competition reigns and rules supreme. You know that these two people want to knock off each other's heads. That's what, quite frankly, sports fans really want to see. They want to see effort. They want to see passion. They want to see competition at its height. They don't want to see athletes just go through the motion. They want to see Donnie Brooks in melees. Now, they don't want to see it sprawl out of control. Hence, like the malice at the palace in November of 2004. That's not what fans want to see because that's going too far. But what fans do want to see is two teams like the Rangers and the Blue Jays get after. It. And if it spills over into dropping gloves and, and, throwing, and throwing bows, all the better. As long as no one gets hurt, that's what we want to see. And shame on Major League Baseball for not scheduling these two teams, one, more, and two, at least in the middle of the season or later, because this is the series I think we all really care to see outside of your norms. And what I mean by the norms, Cubs, Cardinals, or Red Sox, Yankees. Those are your norms. But we need to see more of this. Spirited competition is never bad for any sport, including Major League baseball so kudos to the rangers and blue jays for putting it all on the field all in the ballpark and too bad that may 15th is the last game of the season between you two because i was looking for even more our loss when i come back i'm going to put this subject not foreign to you all or to me, upon further review. One more time, my Cold Sports MVPs. Why your goat ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history is yours today for free, 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 free. All you have to do is go on to ColeJohnsonOnline.com and get your copy. I don't think you heard me. Why your goat ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history is yours today for free. All you have to do is go on to ColeJohnsonOnline.com and pick up your free, pick up your free, pick up your free copy. All you have to do is this one simple thing. Go get it! You know what's coming in less than two weeks. Memorial Day. Cole Sports awards the fool that acted bad for the month of May. Cole Sports presents the Don't of the Month. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, that place and all points in between. The champagne being popped and the head hung low when the job was not done. 
all chronicled in this premium content. Cole Sports presents That Was Then, a sports retrospective. That Was Then, a sports retrospective. Coming to a premium content platform nearest you. On this podcast, we're going to delve a little deeper into the Western and Eastern Conference Finals in the NBA, the Western and Eastern Conference Finals in the NHL. We're, of course, going to award the Dolt of the Week. And you know I'm going to have to put another subject and already have it picked. Upon further review, you know I have to do that. But see, that's for the podcast to come. But for this podcast right here, I'm going to put this subject upon further review. I was listening to Dan Levitard, which is rare for me to ever even listen to anything he does, but he talked about something really interesting. After the Spurs was bounced by the Thunder in the Western Conference semifinals in Game 6, Pop was extremely combative. I think that was the word that Lebetard used. In how the media was answering or asking questions toward him, uh, one, of the, one of the responses, if memory serves me correct, from one of the reporters was so now you actually are a coach another response after the question was asked if he was going to divulge what he told his number one player tim duncan in the fourth quarter of game six pop laughed and he said no i'm not going to do it. but you got to shoot your shot levitard was saying something of the lines of imagine three months back if cam newton did the same thing as greg popovich did in the Super Bowl. In, instead of walking away, he said, what would have happened if he were to have been combative to the media and he would answer questions in a similar vein as, as Greg Popovich did? One of his sidekicks said that the criticism that Newton would have faced would be worse than the criticism Popovich faced. And I happen to agree with that, in part because Popovich has a surly reputation about him. Take, for instance, the sideline reporting that all coaches are obligated to do at the either the end of the first or the end of the third quarters in major televised games. Well, Popovich has made it quite apparent and quite clear that he doesn't like the invasive process of being in- interviewed and asked questions about the game. But it's been pretty much moved over by his off-the-court relationship with Craig Sager. So he's not considered a jack donkey and he's not considered surly. He's really considered sarcastic and acerbic, but humor. Here is my contention on this. If Cam were to have been the same way, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that the character assassination that I really do believe he did receive, some of it earned, some of it not earned, would have been a whole lot worse. Did you hear what he said? The nerve of him 
I mean, he's supposed to be respectful when in losses. Why is he popping off of the mouth like that? We're just asking him questions and he has this snooty attitude. I guarantee you that is what the reporters would have gone back to their newsrooms and would have said to their editors, to their news directors, and to the execs. They would have gone back and said those things. Now Cam, to his credit, said, look, I am a sore loser. I don't like to lose. And when I do, it's going to come out pretty much the way you see it. Pretty much the way you saw it in the Super Bowl, that's how it's going to come out. And he was called to task by so many different talking heads. ESPN, Fox, Sporting News, Sports Illustrated, NBC Sports, CBS Sports, Fox Sports, you name it. Cam was called to the carpet by not being, quote, professional, unquote, being interviewed only minutes after receiving the biggest L of the year for his team. And probably one of the biggest L's anybody could receive for any year. So here's a coach, well-respected, well-liked, but he's acerbic, he's sarcastic, and he's ornery, giving the reporters a hard time. Now, I find it somewhat entertaining, but I, I'm of the ilk of you can't have it both ways. What would you rather have? Would you rather have an athlete who is like, man, this absolutely freaking sucks, and I just don't want to have any parts to do with this? I'm gone. Or would you want him to sit there and say, your credibility sucks? Your credibility sucks. I'm not answering your question. You want to know about this? You're not going to get an answer from me. It's my business and it's none of yours. So correct me if I'm wrong here. It is best basically for an athlete to be neither because it will be better for your copy. It will be better for your sound bites. Here's the issue with that. We praise and laud these athletes and these competitors and these coaches for being passionate, for caring so much that when... You see the negative aspect of the caring happen. You're upset because they're showing that they want to have no parts to do with you. I'm a member of the media and I'm directing this directly to them as a news producer. You have no alternative. Either you want an athlete to be like a Peyton Manning and basically say a lot without saying a single solitary thing. Or you get bubbling passionate attitudes of Greg Popovich and a Cam Newton. Because believe me, you all complain about Peyton saying, well, doggone, he speaks and he's eloquent and he says a lot, but he doesn't tell me much. What sucks is you don't know what you really want. This is directed to the media. You don't know what you really want. But if you want these athletes to be genuine, you can't bark about how they treat you in post-game interviews only 10 and 15 minutes after the game is over and they are on the losing side of the equation. You got to take what you get and you got to be happy with that. Sorry. No compassion over here. happen to like this podcast or anyone preceding this one why don't you follow me on facebook that's cole sports sports with a z you can also follow me on twitter at cole underscore sports again sports with a z or to my canadian friends sports with a z you can also follow me on instagram and pinterest and stitcher and soundcloud and google play and youtube and itunes like, 
rate, review, share to your heart's content. More importantly, and especially on iTunes, subscribe and leave a rating and a review because it really does help. But more importantly than the subscriptions, the ratings, and the reviews, enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I'm Cole Johnson, and this is... Cold Sports, a Comey Media Entertainment production.